0: podcast i'm with the super producer willpower i'm brian Andre, and we are just blessed to be here how you doing man what it do what it do how you feeling
1: man it's good man same old thing you know how we
0: do yeah man we got, <laughs> we got some good momentum man we're getting uh, a lot of good feedback you know what i'm saying yeah man on the podcast yeah. and uh we did knots last week
1: did knots last week yep it was we crazy man he was uh man it was just really dope to kind of get his perspective man on like what he's doing from right out of Virginia Yeah You know A lot of these producers Man are uh, You know A lot of people That we've talked to Man are either like In Atlanta Or they out in LA You know Very few of them Are not in like An epicenter Making big moves Yeah And uh, it's just really dope that Knotts is like In Virginia And still able to connect And connect dots You know what I'm saying
0: And that tells you something man. That tells you You know what I mean That no matter where you are You know if you destined for this thing man, it's, it's a way to get to it yeah. of course you do have to leave at times but yeah, yeah. But you can't it's a way to get to it man and I think even a, a guy like him paid his dues he paid dues so he can afford to just to work out of Virginia now but he was moving for a while right so, Right, you know.
1: and he even mentioned that you know whenever it's necessary man he'll get up and go where he gotta go yeah. to get it done but it's just, uh, just another perspective you know what I'm saying for those that just aren't able to get to you know like an epicenter for music or you know yeah. Uh, where, where some things that might be uh, where some bigger things are happening you know
0: yeah yeah so what's going down man but um, in the news man you know something I wanted to talk about I don't know you, you have some things that you wanted to talk about as well but um, I'm seeing Apple Music kind of fight it out with Universal Music Group over exclusive rights uh, Universal Chairman recently I think last week um, let me pull it up here he kind of just came out and said that they're not doing um, uh Ext- uh, exclusive deals With Apple no more Right They're not allowing Apple to um, do You know Exclusive uh, content His chairman's name Is Lucian I hope I don't pronounce it right Lucian Garange I believe mm. He's the president Of UMG Okay He basically said That they're not Doing it no more Wow Period. Uh And it's weird Because Apple's like, well, we we are going to do it. And I know Apple has deals with certain artists like Drake, for example. So I don't know how that works legally, (laughs) you know, because Drake's music is with UMG. So I don't know. But they're like, no. And I think all this stems from the Frank Ocean situation. Yeah. Yeah, that Frank
1: Ocean kind of rocked the rocked the boat a little bit. Yeah. But you know, this kind of been my whole take since, you know, the beginning of the podcast, man. I just kind of feel like this is this was coming. You know what I'm saying? If people are playing paying attention closely, man, you notice that basically these streaming companies are operating like record labels anyway. So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? What they've basically done, in my opinion, is taken away the record label's ability to put the music out like mm. you're at a point now to where the one thing that you were basically what your business was thriving from has now been taken from you and an outside source is how yeah. your music reaches the people
0: yeah you know labels want to be able to to dictate things
1: right like you, how you gonna dictate it it's not coming from your warehouse it's also not you're, you're, you don't have any charge of it like once you send it over you have completely lost uh you have lost your ability to distribute it to the people. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's amazing. I think the one of the forefathers of this man who was going to end up getting um, most credit for it in the end, you may not see it now, but Jimmy Iovine is going to go down in history as being brilliant for going over to Apple when he did at such an early time and seeing the future of streaming music. Because if you really think about it, man, like, what better person to run a record label than somebody like a Jimmy Iovine? Cause you can say what we want to say, but Apple Music streaming has—it's basically a record label. Like he has—they—they they control the content to the point where they can say we don't want Spotify to have it. You know what I'm saying? It's exclusive to us, or vice versa. You know, whoever's over Spotify is saying, you know, and it's—and it's—it's—it's just—it's amazing to me that. These major corporate record label entities are having to basically get permission or or give permission. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, that's like we we can't just say everybody's going to get it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Which is what we would like because it hurts the sales for everybody. Yeah. If you can't get if, if everybody can't get their hands on it. By choice, wherever you, you know, depending on whatever service you want. Because, you right. know, some some services for for whatever purposes might be better than others. So you might just be a title fan because of the way the title app works. Who knows? You, ne- you never know. Yeah. You know, and depending on your device, you know, because they all come up on your devices differently. If you're an Android user, that probably looks different than it does on the Apple phone. If you're, right. a, I don't even, you, you understand where I'm coming from? So well, the thing
0: about it, I think. The pirating is what's getting people's attention with that, too. A Kind of a side note that they're talking about, because if you remember what Kanye West's album, Pablo, got pirated, I don't know, however many millions of times. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Frank Ocean's album. And um, and what I didn't know, I didn't know that Gucci Mane's album was a Spotify exclusive at first. I didn't know that either. I had know. no idea either. And that got pirated a lot. And what they're saying is, because Britney Spears is under the Sony umbrella with Jive RCA, mm. Her album was scheduled to be a Apple Music only release, but they pulled the plug on it because they got scared. Mm. You know what I mean? And they made it a wide release because they didn't want her stuff to be pirated. So, you know, you're already seeing the ripple effects of UMG saying no, because Britney ain't, ain't even under UMG, and and, right. they, and they said no to it. So, I think in the end, hopefully, the fans will win if this is happening.
1: I mean, I don't know. I I. I I might be speaking way ahead of turn a turn here, but I just think it won't be long before you find Universal to have created their own streaming services sooner or yeah, right? later. I
0: don't see why people or just direct, like you know, you yeah. pay us five dollars a month and you exactly. can stream all our You can stuff. stream anything that we got in our catalog, right. Like it won't
1: yeah. be long before that
0: or they collude Universal right. Unless
1: Sony. unless what happened though is when they signed these contracts for streaming early in the game. Sure they couldn't do it for certain. And they just but you know, I don't like,
0: see them signing their rights with like that. But what I don't I, know
1: because uh you know, as we had in one of our recent interviews, I can't remember exactly who we were speaking to at the time, but uh essentially, you know, that that the point was everybody kinda panicked. Wendy Day I think might have mentioned oh, wait, was not it sure. when? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh but everybody panicked but when when the streaming came to the table because of how badly they fumbled when the Napster stuff came around. Yeah. So instead of being, instead of doing that and sunning the whole idea again, you know, before yeah. they had any idea of what the technology really meant, right? Perhaps they did do these types of deals. That's interesting. Uh, and it's it's been extremely profitable for the label. So I know we're not talking about profit. We just spoke yeah. about that in our last podcast about how these numbers are looking. They looking crazy. Yeah. And uh, so,
0: well. I don't know. I just think Apple, you know, maybe it'd be a standoff between the two, and then they'll reach a compromise because Apple ain't going nowhere, obviously.
1: Yeah, neither is uh, Universal Music. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) it'd be like a standoff, man. Yeah, for
0: sure. And to see, you know, what's going on. So I thought that was pretty interesting, man, you know. And then you still got the ongoing debate, too, uh, with the old school rappers. I see it's getting the DJ Premier. And Lil Uzi, whatever, was kind of going at it, you know. So it's still that whole old school, new school thing going on as well, man. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I, it's heating up more by the week, you know what I'm saying? I
1: don't know, man. I'm losing. I don't have that. I I don't have as much interest in it as I probably should, I guess, because I I do respect the new as much as I respect the old. Um, I think that it's just going to defy itself. It, it's gonna. It's gonna. Define itself here shortly. You
0: but know, even, I think Absol jumped in there. He was mad because right. you know, I don't. I don't know how I feel because I feel, I see both sides of it because apparently the dude was on I think Hot ninety seven somewhere and he was on freestyle but he didn't. He's like, man, I want to rap on over them old beats and he kind of passed on the premier beat want to rap. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I saw and that. It was kind of disrespectful. I, I do kind of get it if, if you were MC like you know, it's kind of disrespectful. But I don't know, man. Like, you know. It's just weird, man. Dude. Yeah, well,
1: I tell you what, man, there's some rules to the game that are just kind of like
0: Like baseball got stupid rules. Yeah, like, like old, I'm just like
1: kind of like just cuz you got a rap song out or you got a popular song does not make you a rapper who can freestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been around rappers who are really, really dope rappers, but they don't freestyle at all. In fact, let's just be real about it. It's okay as a hip hop culture For us to give everybody A pass on freestyling Because freestyling Is not freestyling no more
0: But that was my next You know what I'm statement. saying Because I remember but when But see Yeah but we just called And it that just
1: kind of went away Nobody like really Like openly addressed it Because there was a time Where you really had to come Off the dome Off the top You know that was Back in the day And then all to of me, a t- sudden yeah. Now all of a sudden People throwing riddance in They got a little bit. that To me
0: that's a That's kind of Always been a great area though Um it just depends on who you talk to, but but it was gray area. But
1: let's one thing I know we can agree on is, even though a person might have been saying something written, like it was still like taboo to like admit it. It was taboo to sort of, be okay. like,
0: yeah, yeah, nah. But what's not taboo is that I think how you how you uh, label it as taboo, but I think what's not taboo is rappers historically. You should have. A 16 or more ready to go at all times. Whether, now, it's, whether it's written or not, you should have something ready to go. And now, and this is kind of a tangent, but my pet peeve is these so-called MCs who don't, even some of the greats don't want to rap. Well, that's my point. No that's kind
1: of what I'm trying to say. That's where I'm getting at. I'm saying, you know, where where at, at some point in hip-hop history, man, it was an, it was an elitist type of energy even though it was directly from the streets and from the hood and it represented a certain lifestyle it's still you had only an elite group of people were considered MCs if they weren't able to do certain things you know what i'm saying and freestyling off the dome was one of them even if bars or two might have been preconceived you still would had to be able to do that and then then they're ushered in a new Maybe, era yeah. of, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, in, I guess my point is the rules have been loosening up over the decades regardless. So now we're down to the I'll whole concept I, of, I, I, now we're down, because even when it comes to biting, there was a time in hip-hop where biting was forbidden, like, you don't do that. And now, and as time goes, the, it's loosened up quite a bit to the point where, like, even now, like I just heard a recent record from like one of my favorite MCs, Nas, man. But it's on a trap beat. It's got DJ Khaled screaming all over it. It's jamming. Oh, however, yeah. I'll have
0: done. Think how I'm saying, done.
1: however, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. just not my favorite music of his at this point, and that just doesn't. And I'm certainly not putting Nas in the category of biting. However, I am putting it in the category of. Instead of staying in a
0: original, Talking about lane, that with, with one of our interviews. You feel
1: me? Instead of staying where up, it is, where, right? Yeah. Stay where you at, where it works, yeah. where your pocket is. You know what I mean? And
0: Yeah, but it's a know. different side to that too. Yeah, even though I didn't get into what our what our guests we got coming up in, in the next couple of weeks, yeah. but it's a different because at the same time you got to be relevant. Well, but that's but that's a a business conversation versus a. A producer conversation absolutely man so
1: well and then you know speaking of like new hip hop you know and the young the young hip hop generation that's kind of winning with the music man you know uh, congrats to Travis Scott looks like he got a number one album
0: out of nowhere he out of nowhere it. right and I haven't listened to it yet. I probably should have but I heard I heard one song with, with K-Dot with Kendrick Lamar on there yeah that's incredible
1: yeah well man you know like he's become uh he's slowly become like the go-to guy man in the game right now as far as like producing uh you know just being like putting batteries in people's backs man when he comes and as you know adds to their projects like he was you know involved with kanye's album he was involved with rihanna's album he's involved with a lot of big big albums you know what i'm saying and uh his career is starting to kind of come together. I noticed that he just signed uh, He, were, you he up, just up. signed with Universal yeah. Music Publishing. Uh, and and you we know, saw
0: the kind of revenue them jokers brought in. Yeah, so, you a know. A couple billion.
1: Well, he's been responsible for a good bit of it because, he, like I said, he's a part of so many great albums this year. Um, but for those that don't know, you know, go check that out, man. It's always good to see it, brother. You know, uh, do so well. Uh, of course, um, he's written on a number of hits you know for Kanye West, Jay-Z, Big Sean, John Legend, Drake, Madonna. Uh he also worked with uh Future, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, Casey Hill, 2 Chains. Like he's he's working, man. So, you know, in a sense where, you know, and and at a time where like everybody's kind of coming down on the young cats on what they're doing, you got people like uh Travis Scott, man, is out here thriving, man, and just making it making it happen. You know what I'm saying? Which is really dope. And um he's kind of got a little bit more of a universal appeal to me as well you know what i'm saying it's not like uh you know like last week we were talking about uh my man uh, uh young thug yeah yeah young thugs album you know what i'm saying and uh you know there's a different it's just got a different quality a different energy on it so that's pretty dope man but yeah,
0: um, i don't know uh because I didn't see it on the track, listen, but he had a song with Kendrick Lamar that I just heard called um, Goosebumps. Yeah. And I don't know what project it's on, but it just came out, apparently. Yeah. But, man, I don't know what album it's on, but that's on. Yeah, that song yeah I'll
1: probably spend a week riding this, to it, man. You know, shout out to my boy Blake uh, Harden, too, man, because Blake Harden worked on the project. Uh, he did a lot of uh, engineering, recording, uh, prob- nice. I don't know if he did a mixing on it or whatever, but I know he was uh, heavily involved with the process of getting the project done so you know it's always good to see homies that i got you know in my circle man it's like uh actually taking parts of them. i call him uh mo because every time we every time i see him man you know he just adding more and more stuff to his discography as far as works this is a guy man that came right out of uh you know atlanta we was working out of his house man not too long ago you know what i'm saying so shout out to blake Nice, nice Blake Harden Blake Moplax Harden You know what I'm saying nice. <laughs> Props
0: man yeah. Speaking of people coming up man Our guest today is a, is a young producer man That's that's coming up in the industry man yeah. and it's, it's good to, to show Because we show producers On every level man You yeah. know what I'm saying Producers that that are legends Down to up and comers They got a couple yeah. couple bankers, couple placements and, Right yep. And we got Sap uh, The producer man yeah. uh, Jonathan King You mm-hmm. know Yeah uh, he produced he started out producing i think he produced what so Me- meek mill earlier songs yeah he produced the big record donald trump they got uh, mac miller kind of blew up on nice did a lot of stuff with game nice on a jesus peace album
1: um i gotta give game props man like yeah. he, he's really doping man giving like uh new producers looks yeah. man and uh, you know
0: yeah absolutely cool. man uh chris webby schoolboy q freddie gibbs yeah so he did some good work man and it's good to hear his story uh, you know how he came up you know what I'm saying so uh, he's from Delaware you know so just a good interview man you know, some, yeah. some, some good game from him so I hope y'all enjoy it man and um, yeah. share you know what I'm saying subscribe let everybody know about the free game producer podcast yeah, we man. do got a beat break though got that beat we break. do got some bangers from got Willpower you about to hear <laughs> or oh, I said bangers banger you about to hear <laughs> and then you, we got SAP coming up so enjoy man and uh, you know God bless him. yeah yeah Free game producer podcast with Will Power. I'm Brian Henry. We got a special guest on the line, uh, a producer that's produced one of my favorite songs the last uh, few years. Yeah, uh, the producer Sap, he's produced for uh, everyone from Mac Miller to Game to Tyga, uh, Schoolboy Q, uh, mm. Freddie Gibbs, yeah. uh, Chevy Woods, Snow the Product, Wiz Khalifa, Audio Push, Nipsey Hustle, yes, sir, Meek Mill, uh, Kid
2: Inc. I mean, I can go on and on, he got, some, <laughs> hey, got a pretty, pretty nice big discography. Big <laughs> that's dope nah i appreciate that intro that's hard i i'll be forgetting about a lot of names too it's so crazy (laughs) because i just be so on you know what i mean to the you know what i'm currently working on but right nah man i appreciate y'all having me man what
1: what are you what are you currently working on
2: um if you can talk about it yeah i'm I'm working on um nipsey's uh victory lap Mm. which is kind of crazy long awaited um, project yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i did i did a few records on there man probably like maybe three joints on there and then um then i'm working on of course like stuff with mac um mm-hmm. i got i got a, I got a session with uh e40 tonight which is dope it's this new kid named skate uh man, it's just a bunch of shit. Uh, nice. Of course, Wiz, Wiz stuff, you know, still working on that, so it's nice. a little bit of everything.
0: Dope. I think that uh, the name SAP, though, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it stands for something. I think it's pretty dope. Could you tell us a little bit about just what SAP stands for? What the, what the, yeah. Is it an acronym, or what is
2: it? Sound of a Pioneer, yeah, basically, you know, that's how my whole, like, company label thing, I'm trying to build the Pioneer crew, that's how that came about, you know what I mean? And basically, you know, it was just a name kind of given to me like a, you know, neighborhood thing. And yep. then, um, started out ASAP, I cut it down to SAP, which is crazy. And then, yeah, nice. that's how that came about. Nice. And how old
0: were you when you started uh, making beats and producing? And how did you get started?
2: Um, uh, I was like 15. Okay. Uh, I got started, um, I had this program my uncle gave me, obviously, FL Studio. I still use it. You know okay. what I'm i I use it for everything. Dope. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to, always wanted to get into music. But, you know, stuff was like, equipment was like high as hell at that time. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, man, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to produce. I was trying to save money for a machine, and my homie put me onto to that. Um, I had an older friend of mine. He was uh, he lived across the street from me, and then, um, he worked on music and stuff, too. But he was like, yo, you can just get this program, whatever. I'm like, man, it ain't no program like that. So, I got it, I'm like, damn, this is, like, next level, right? It's the future, and then it really turned out to be the future.
1: Right, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people on FL, man, and they're they doing incredible music
0: with it. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you end up hooking up with uh, Meek Mill? I think was that like your first official credit? Was that that song in my bag?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was like the first thing I did that was like you know that really got out there. You know what I'm saying? That spread outside of just the area. Yeah, how did you um, hook up with him? This, that, this is Meek Mill with the braids, by the
0: way, like early, <laughs> early Meek Mill,
2: <laughs> early Meek. Yeah, um, we, we we uh we um he hit me up on my space. I had did some stuff with George uh, J He's another Philly artist that's like mm. a legend out there. Yeah, and um. He was, you know, he was the man running Philly at the time. Like, he just had it. And uh, okay. I did a bunch of beats for him, and Meek got on his journey. Like, yo, who did these beats in it That's when me and Meek made our first record together. It was crazy. What, it was what, wild. Yeah, where you from, man? Delaware.
1: Delaware.
2: Dope,
0: yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. So, yeah, man, uh, and it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, I don't want to skip it here, but I have some questions about your sound. And I think e- you have a distinct sound particularly in your drums and even in that record that early Meek Mill record your kick drum <laughs> yeah you got a kick drum that's
2: crazy bro What? yeah appreciate that
0: like uh I mean I'm talking about from your game records on Jesus Peace to that to the Mac Miller joint you know the song you did for Fat Joe uh yeah. it, it's a distinct You know, I don't want to jump ahead I was going to ask you about that a little bit later but I might as well just kind of talk about it now uh yeah. I don't know if you want to give up too much but like cause I, to me it sounds like um the drum is so, it's so full that it kind of like uh, almost uh, engineering wise kind of phase cancels itself out at the very tip of it I don't know like it's kind of I don't, it's kind of weird to describe yeah. it from an engineering standpoint yeah. but is it, is it a certain like trick you use a certain engineer you use like that you can kind of <laughs> talk about a little bit because that's <laughs> probably the I, most I, insane kick in the game in my
2: opinion man, man I appreciate that man I, I, just, I just EQ like I don't know I'm just looking for a sound every time I because I mix my own beats I mean of course like when on albums to get mixed how you know that person's engineer want to do it but right i'm saying like i kind of just like i don't know man i just I know by the sound like i just mess with different knobs like eqs you know what i'm saying something that gives it more of a punch rather than a, right. a smooth just kick you know what i mean something it all depends on the beat but i think that's an important thing i always looked up to uh tim like i always thought tim drums on his beats was crazy
1: yeah well you know it you know that's uh that's a skill set within itself, man, to be able to pick the correct samples for your drums, man. Or, or yeah. like, like you said, you know, you know when it's right. It's not, it's nothing specific you're doing besides just using your ear to find that thing that makes you happy.
2: Right. You know. Right. Exactly.
1: Nah, you really got some really, some really punching drums, man. It Sound crazy.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. that that's, that's definitely something I think that contributed to a lot of like me getting placements, like people like my beats, because I could have like. A lot of my beats are like loops, you know what I mean? Like, right. so I, I'm not really the guy that do like the eight breakdowns in the beat and all that. Like sometimes I do, but for the most part, it's just straight up like hip hop, like a loop, you know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and I think though, like how the drums are, I think if you if you got the right patterns and stuff going on, it could work.
1: Yeah, nah, with the cool. yeah, you're right, man. With the right feel, man, it can go on forever, man, and, and, and yeah. it still feel fresh the whole time.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, man. Well, we know you used to work with like a uh, Cool and Dre, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and doing stuff like that. Are Are you still affiliated with those guys? Um, you
2: know. Yeah. Nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not. Um. I'm not. I mean, you know, that's always fan, but I'm not in a deal with them no more. Oh. Okay. Um, we uh we basically did what we did. You know what I'm saying? And um, they put me on, man. They put me. That's how I got with Game. You know what I'm saying? They They put me on with Game, and they introduced me to uh, like my new management, actually so you
1: know yeah that yeah we got a huge game uh you know brian here my host my co-host with me man is uh he's a huge game fan man and absolutely you know man. we were talking about the holy water record black jesus oh yeah, King, yeah all of that stuff man
2: you oh, know, you, oh you, man yeah y'all that heard, was y'all a, heard of black jesus. that's crazy
0: yeah black jesus was one of my favorites I, I was mad that it didn't make the album i guess it was a sample issue or whatever um but
2: yeah but that F- was F- a the people i think it was a foster people sample
0: okay that's crazy that that was crazy that was a a incredible run Uh, that's how i became a big fan of yours during that particular um particular run but um yeah uh when you um like shop your records, you said you had new management now like what's your process because we have a lot of up-and-coming producers that's trying to get in the game now that's trying to get their beats heard you know some of them might be dope but you know what is your process in terms of networking and getting out there
2: um really just using what i got man and try to Try to make as much noise as like. If I got a relationship with a with a new artist, try to you know make as much noise as we can attract those people because at the end of the day, you can be beating people's doors down forever. You know what I mean? Nothing that never happened. Right. Sometimes it's just like you can be using that time to put in the bills, something to create a wave that they wouldn't be a part of. That's um, kind of been my thing, I guess, my whole career. Like even with Meek, like starting out with Meek, and that was like a record. Um, that made T.I. and I you know, want to like rock with me because it was crazy. Right. And um, and then, you know, then that leads, that led to me linking with Mac. Like Mac hit me up on MySpace, but I didn't get back to him until like years later when MySpace wasn't popping. I didn't even know he was crazy. Oh, wow. Right. Right. Then I created my biggest record with him, you know what I'm saying? Then it's just yeah, like... Donald Trump. That, that was like the record yeah. the... at yeah. How about exactly. that shit? <laughs> then, then, it, then, it, then it led to me working with, you know, Game and on Quickerness. So it's just like... Um, I think it's just starting all like this a, it's a new day, man. Like I think uh I think it's a new wave now, man. Like you can get with an artist who's talented, you know what I mean? They straight underground, they can be unknown at the moment. You can just make a buzz with them. And right. it, it it just levels, you know what I'm saying? You go up each one, like so as soon as you like spark some type of like something, you know what I mean? Like look at just like what Mustard and YG did, that was crazy.
1: Right. Yeah, he went you know from, I mean? he went from being his main producer to becoming, like, the go-to guy for everybody before it was all said and done. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Nah, that's, he, that's created, he created that wave. When he did that, my edit train. it was just like, oh, we want this. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That was a big record.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's game. Uh, So, like, you know, so so I guess it's safe to say, you know, part of how to move forward is to build relationships first you know foster those relationships and, and and really provide those people a service that's like something they can really use and then as it catches on then it'll turn into new relationships and on so forth and so on yeah yeah that's
0: dope yeah for sure now um are you are you gonna be having a rap career i know on that song uh on games uh year the wolf album you rapped on i just want to be one of the bonus tracks yeah. on there i thought you was pretty good you know yeah. rapping so are you gonna is that something we're gonna see more of you rapping yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I want I want y'all to check um a joint out. I I put a um project out uh March 4th for whatever it got like it got game on it got Mac on it oh nice, nice. uh uh Hit Boy Statco. it's pretty it's pretty dope man I want to send it to y'all I'm definitely pursuing you got that. Stat
1: on there man come on <laughs> yeah, man that's what I'm
2: talking yeah. about yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I had, had to put Quo in there man it's hard yeah, uh, yeah but I'm I'm proud of it man It got a pretty good response you know what I'm saying oh dope um, yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is it available for for like the public to, to listen yeah. to yeah yeah
2: okay. yeah yeah so we you know what i mean that i want y'all to definitely check that yeah out shout it out for like for the
0: audience to hear yeah
2: yeah it's called it's called um self-employed it dropped march 4th you can yeah. check it out like everywhere like Apple music spotify title
1: oh um, man we're um, definitely
2: gonna soundcloud you know what i mean yeah. everywhere it's, it's for free and you know what i mean whatever all right it's out there It's right, out well, there man
1: uh, we got a little segment now, man, where where we get a um, one of our audience members sends in a question and ask uh, you know uh, ask a question for our guest. Um, and, the, and the one we got this week is, uh, what is the biggest obstacle that you've had to deal with, and in the music business, and how did you deal with it?
2: Um, when I when I wasn't getting played on, on a radio, it was just like certain politics for radio. You know yep. what I'm saying? And I wasn't getting played on the radio, like straight up, like it weren't playing. So I had to kind of like reinvent what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And basically that's how I ended up working with Mac. Like, you know, that's a whole different lane than going from like Mm -hmm. with the meek. Right. You know, that meek sound to that. I think that was my biggest thing, but it helped me, though. You know what I'm saying? It helped me a lot. Yeah, like so basically, basically, yeah, basically like reinventing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like when you got it, when you get so and you get a comfort zone and something that's working for so long with it, it just switch on.
1: Right. All right. So, All right. so for the producers out there that are like really into doing the street hip hop and they into the street music, it's still mm-hmm. always a good idea to make sure that you're able to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, transform and be able to do records that even more people than the streets can uh, can enjoy.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and that's why Pharrell, like Pharrell, worked with so many different people, so many different right. genres. That's that's why Pharrell was never not hot. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, always was hot. Because it didn't matter if if this type of music was popping, he still was over here. You know, know what I mean? So, Jay Z, yeah, uh, Britney, Britney, Spears, Britney Spears, Babyface, yeah, yeah.
1: no nah, that's dope, man.
2: Going to that clips, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. crazy,
1: right, right, it was
2: crazy, yeah, nice so, man, that's important. No, that's good so where
0: can, where, where can we uh the fans can follow you on uh social media and check out you know more of what you uh, and keep up with you
2: Um, my twitter instagram uh everything like it's it's the real set all right you know, actually that's the real set com, the real set instagram.com the real set everything the real set <laughs> i think even um i think even my facebook journey is that too yeah that's
1: cool, man. Nice. All right, man. Well, yeah, man. We, you know, we appreciate you coming on, man, and dropping some free game, man. Uh, you know, our listeners will be real, real glad to to hear from you, man. And um, if you ever got anything going on, man, just hit us up, and you know, we'll get out here and promote it with you, man, and and help you, you know, build up more buzz, man.
2: Nah, I will, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Real talk, man. Thank check out y'all. that project you got out. Yeah, too. we
1: got to check it. out. Uh, it was called. Yeah. Self-employed? It again? Self-employed. Self-employed, yeah. yeah. I'm
2: going I'm to te- text it to her. I want y'all to check that out. That's okay. what it is, man. Absolutely. We on top of
1: it, right. man. Uh, Yeah, right. man, we appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, we'll hit you, man. We'll probably check back with you, man, in a few months, man, to see where you at.
2: Yeah, definitely do hit me. All right, man. All right, thanks a lot, man. Okay. All right, All peace. peace. Yeah.